Today's show is sponsored by Supreme Whiskey Stones, which is an LEO business. And now a brief word from Supreme Whiskey Stones. We support military and all first responders. What's unique about our company is that all our products are custom made from our whiskey stones to our glassware, and no two glasses are alike. We are known for our custom laser etching work. We take pride in what we do, and we love making our customers happy. We have supported many organizations, and at the moment, we are proud sponsors to the Chicago-based Marine Vet Team Level Zero Heroes Hockey Team, helping raise funds for the Marine Raider Foundation. This foundation supports the Raiders and their families. Raiders are continuously deployed around the world in the harshest, most dangerous places. They deserve the highest level of care and support to stay atop of the spear. We have also supported the following organizations. Operation Enduring Warrior, Force Sentinel, helping raise money for officers that have gotten hurt during the line of duty. Proud sponsor of the 2018 Illinois State Police Trooper Top Shot, and also the Young Money APAA Sports Client Care Packages featured opening day. You can find them at SupremeWhiskeyStones.com as well as on Instagram at SupremeWhiskeyStones. Check, check, one, two, Zeke, say something. Three, four, five, eight. Three, four, five, eight. Mm-hmm. What? You don't like seven and 12? Well, I was six afraid of seven. It's bigger. Seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Roll them out today, bud. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. You're another year older. Say hello to the folks, Zeke Baker. Another year older. Mustache, another day longer. Uh, (laughs) Your stomach just made some sound. I don't know what that was. Man, there's something in this new riff. I'm have to look into this. How was your birthday? Another day in, in two kids under four paradise. You were telling me as you came in that everyone was too sick or <laughs> too sick to call. Yeah. <laughs> still, still hadn't heard from dad. Mom just sent a text. Sister sent a text today, the following day. You know, the older you get, I guess the less they worry about you. I don't blame them. You don't get anything until you're 40 now. I'm not worried about it. We are going to blow it out on your 40th, by the way. <laughs> It will be, I, I will tell you, it will be epic. I will call people around the country. We'll get some people to come in. It will be good. See, I was going to go for Tame on the 40th. The woman, she, she, she had a big 40th and was all about it. And I don't know. I've never been big on birthdays. I try to go out of my way to not tell people it's my birthday. Yeah, same here. The only one I, I, I was big on was uh, a few years back when I rented out the corner booth at Tootsie's and... Uh, <laughs> Now that was. <laughs> Wait, what does it cost to rent out the quarter booth at Tootsie's? <laughs> it was different times back then. It probably wasn't as expensive as it is now. Like, you have to rent out a booth, like a place you sit. You could rent it from 10 to midnight or 10 to 2. That's interesting. I will tell you, though, it's cool sitting there in that corner, like the bar is right there. If you got to pee, you just walk behind the bar and go around everybody. Like there's no crowd. I mean, are you talking about the one upstairs or the one downstairs? No, the old school one downstairs when you first walk in the front door. Oh, the corner booth. Oh, so like that's the spot where someone's like, that's a VIP. Oh yeah, we we went big that night. 
I don't I, remember shit. <laughs> I would always go to Tootsie's and try to find myself upstairs just because it was a, a quieter place. Yeah. Nobody's on top of you and you got an easy way to go to the bathroom. It's pretty. I like the top there. Well, you're blowing up now. People must be saying happy birthday to you. It's probably. But it's a good day today on this Monday. We are, we finally, we've been waiting to review New Riff. This is one that I think both of us have been looking forward to for a very, very long time. As you know, New Riff was putting out OKI, which was sourced MGP juice. <laughs> it was stuff that they had been doing for a long time. As they were waiting the four years for their new Riff single barrel and their new Riff straight bourbon whiskey to mature, we finally got our hands. It's it's tough. The Northern Kentucky stuff that doesn't come down to Tennessee, it takes a little bit longer for it to trickle down to us here in Nashville, but we're very, very happy to be trying this today. Yeah, they still don't have distribution here, I don't think. Nope. And it's a shame because we're going to talk about this, but this is one of the ones that has been on our radar. If you think about those things like Smooth Ambler, we, you know, it'll eventually happen to Blom Brothers, even though they are putting out some of their own stuff now, especially with their rye. New Riff is one that it happened to. Bell Mead, it will happen to. What happens when they stop putting that MGP out? This is going to be a big test for us, and we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, and you know, whereas the Bloms are, you know, integrating and still putting out the MGP and then also putting out their own products. Inversely, um, you know, New Riff seemingly just, they timed it out well so that they would have, you know, aged product where they want it to be when they announced, hey, we are done with MGP, changed the name up a little bit and just completely pulled the Band-Aid off and, you know, made it just a, a very 180 transition from sourced only to distilled by us only and and i like that you know they announced that they're fully transparent and have been you know pretty much in everything i've seen so you appreciate things like that these days when there's still some smokes and mirrors on you know where'd something come from you know what, what else did they do to it who who bottled it who bought it you know and if you think about it smooth ambler was trying to put out some some yearling whiskey some other stuff as they were going i think blom has done a good job of saying hey the first thing we have out is our rye. It's the Fever River rye. So they're going in a nice path in the sense that they're, they're not hitting you with bourbon right away. They're letting that bourbon age. New Riff was adamant we're waiting four years. Bellmead, it's going to be five years before their first whiskey comes out. So those are, are different paths that everybody has taken kind of coming off of MGP. We don't want to beat a dead horse. Let's talk about this new Riff bourbon for a minute. It is, after a patient four-year wait, new Riff bourbon was released in the fall of 2018 with an MSRP of $39.99. Their flagship spirit embraces the ultimate quality benchmark for the category. Bottled in bond at 100 proof, 50% ABV without show filtration. They have a mash bill that's 65% corn, 30% rye, and 5% malted barley, with 100% non-GMO grains. It's a genuinely high-rye, full-bodied whiskey with a savory, spicy character. I love it when they send us a little sheet that we can read off of. It makes my life so much easier. Oh, I know. I think you keep them all filed away in your uh, work desk. I do, actually. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Another thing to keep in mind is we don't have it today, but they are releasing a rye, and I think that rye is already out. 
and it's at the distillery. We've seen pictures of it, but it's going to be bottled and bond as well without chill filtration. It's a 95% rye, 5% malted rye with four years of age and 100 proof. I don't see an MSRP on this, but I'm really looking forward to trying their rye as yeah, well. I, mean, I think it's going to be reasonable to say the least. Everything else they've done has been at a fair MSRP, just another quality that I think most folks appreciate as the transition has occurred with their you know own juice, so to speak. And I will say something I think is quasi-interesting is simply the fact that at least it looks like they only have the one mash bill for their bourbon. You know, we talked about it previously. It, it's a, a bold and risky move from sourcing to doing your own stuff and, and only having one mash bill. I mean, we won't throw out a whole lot of names, but some folks have done well with their, and then some have, you know, somewhat shit the bed, so to speak. Well, if you have one really, really good mash bill, I don't think it's a problem. If it's kind of eh, then it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, obviously it takes time to see how that develops and what it is. I'm sure you can taste the white dog and maybe have a feel for some things. People much, much smarter and, <laughs> and more intelligent than us. But That's not hard. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, it's a, it's, it's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see how it plays out for <laughs> So... On that note, let's see how it plays out for them. We've been sipping on this new riff. Another thing that we've been sipping on at the same time, want to give some love to our buddy Steve Clem. He sent us a bottle of the new riff single barrel. It's 113.8 proof, 56.9 ABV. And this is still four years, but it is the KBB Ken Riffy Jr. pick. And we would be remiss talking about New Riff and not talking about all the fun stickers that are starting to come out. You know, our group, the Bourbon Cartel, just put out one. I'm Riff James. There's some other... Oh, there's some with etching. There's the Tater one and what's the, the, the sister to it? You there's know? a Tater one and the other one has dollar signs or something, right? Yeah, but it's etched on there. Yeah. There's some crazy stuff that is coming out with New Riff. We won't ever tell you... That it's the best idea to simply buy a bottle for the sticker, but we will both admit that we have done it and will do it in the future if it's something we think is just hilarious. Sometimes we got to tater out. I mean, I was really bummed. I wanted the Riff Flare so bad, <laughs> and I thought I had a line on the Riff Flare and it fell through, but I really wanted a Riff Flare. <laughs> so have fun with your bourbon don't take it too seriously as long as you're paying msrp uh, who cares yeah if you're paying extra on secondary for a, just because of a sticker then that's you know, that's a different story but if you're kicking if you're kicking a msrp just because you have a sticker that you really like like zeke just did the 1792 with walter on it oh yeah so sometimes it's fun thanks sparty exactly thanks blake so we've been sipping on this as we've been riffing, so to speak. So what what do you think so far? Let's go through your taste of notes, nose, taste, finish. Let's see. 100 proofer. I thought that the nose, um, I kept getting somewhere between like sweet tarts or nerds maybe. Uh, it's just definitely that sugary kind of thing. On the back end of it, I picked up what I seemed to me like um, fresh stained hardwoods. I don't know what stain or wood it would be. It just, you know, you, you, you're, you know, you walk in like a new home or new construction and they just have done it and that are even just a table or whatever stained, you buy some furniture, just that freshness that comes off of it. It was that level of a, of a wood and that, that feeling sensation. Palette wise, it was really sweet. Then I got a little alcoholy. Um, not bad. It's a hundred proof. 
it was just there. Behind that, it, it got nice and warming. The rye really, I would say, moves in instead of kicks in because it's not an overwhelming or a punch, but it does grow and, and get pretty nice. Even felt a little tingle up in the nares. And hey, it's wintertime and it's not necessarily too cold here in Tennessee, but uh, especially this time of year, that little bit of rye that moved in on the back end, it was a nice sensation. Yeah, what about the finish? Is that. I really just do nose and palate. Okay. You do you. Few things to me have a finish worth talking about. So if I talk about finish, then it was epic. Good to know. <laughs> That's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see how it plays out for you. So the nose for me, I definitely got that sugary butterscotch candy. For me, I got a little bit more butterscotch on it. There was some faint oak, lots of spice and mint on there for me. The taste... I wrote lots of spice, but it's not a spice that burns. It's just a slight tingle. And I think that's what you were alluding to. It's the spice is definitely there. You know, it's spicy, but it's not one that. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why I want to say it moves in instead of kicks in. It's, yeah. not, it's not a kick. It's, it's just a transition. It It's a, and I don't want to use a certain word here, but it's a mellow spice. And then I got some mint, dark fruit. You know, the spice I really got, it was more like a clove cinnamon rye spiced it wasn't a, a very very hot spice and then the <laughs> Zeke, zeke's dying you okay <laughs> went down the wrong hole. oh god <laughs> i like I had a mild hiccup halfway into it oh, god. <laughs> do i need to do i need to do the heimlich <laughs> no no heinzlick <laughs> i'm left eyes watering man that's a good one Oh, man. You okay? You yeah. need a second? Oh, all right. You Keep want rolling. me to pause the recording? Keep it rolling, Sammy. So the finish, I said it was medium to long. The spice tingle lingers nicely with some dark fruit in there. It it just kind of stuck around, but it wasn't an annoying sticking around. It, it just kind of, that spice was there. I knew it was there. It was a little tingly. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Yeah, and granted, you know, this is only um, 65% corn, but... If you've uh, heard us, or especially me, most things that are young or even old, if it's heavy corn, I'm probably going to harp on it pretty bad. I, I don't get any here. I have to say, it's a very dangerous pour. And I, I kind of put it akin to that early times bottled in Bond, although this is a little bit more expensive for less whiskey. You know, it's going to be 25 bucks for a liter of early times. It is $38.99 for, or $39 for a $7.50 here. But it is so mellow for 100 proof. Oh, yeah. It's and, scary. You know, it's kind of laughable because normally we're more higher proof or cash drink kind of stuff. But here lately, I've, I've been more on a 100 proofish tear, so to speak. It, 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 they've been calling my name lately. I don't, I think honestly, it's the fact that I, can't get a pour after I get the kid to sleep and it's damn near 10 o'clock. I'm just like, all right, we got to get something going here. Well, I think it's one of those (laughs) things too, where you realize, I mean, we like high proof, but you could sit there and you can have one high proof, maybe a little bit more. And you can, you can enjoy a couple hundred proofers or 95 proofers and yeah, it's like that word on the uh, the butt heavy can drinkability. Exactly. It's like some nights during the week, you know, the weekend, I might want to sit down and really just slowly enjoy a uh, slowly enjoy a higher proof pour. But lately, it'll be one of those things where if the kid's up a little bit later, 
fight in bedtime a little bit. After that's done, I just want one that I can really just have. Well, yeah, like we talk about it, you know, we've got the we've got certain glasses that you know hold a, a less volume than a rock glass, and you, you leave it. You know, it's kind of like a in your utility belt on the side. Like, all right, kids, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna pour, fill this bad boy up and have a throwback. I mean, it's not a shot, but it goes down fairly quick, and, and you want it to. It kicks <laughs> off the palate. Well. I'm, I'm sure anyone that you know has kids has been there uh, with us, but you, you guys know what we're talking about when you when you need that. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's just get this thing done. <laughs> you ready to get it started? Yeah. <laughs> I am a big, big, big buy on this. At yeah, thirty nine bucks, hundred proof. It's four years old, but it's not overwhelmingly four years old. I think they really knocked it out of the park. I love all the stuff coming out of New Riff, and I can't wait to see what they do with it because they've really just kind of said, "All right, we did it right. We waited the right amount of time. Here's our stuff coming out. We priced it competitively in the marketplace, and it's good stuff." I would definitely buy it, and I guess I'd be he- only, my only hesitation would be how quick that bottle could disappear if you weren't paying attention. So you're saying buy two? Um, uh, you know, I, I try and find something a little more economical for the throwback pours, but I, I would, you know, really want to have this just to share it with people, especially as much two year juice, three, four year, whatever crafts that are in the market now that are i'll say muddling the space even though it's probably not the best way to put it but they're, they're taking up a lot of shelf stock and they probably aren't the best and or got released too early this is this is good stuff and i, I think for anybody that debbie downing all the new stuff coming out and in younger juice this is a four-year product that i don't think you can really pick on nope i'm, I'm sure i'm sure you can but just in general i don't i don't think there's any nuances here that anybody would complain about The only thing I would say is as we go to the single barrel, I definitely can tell it's 113.8 proof opposed to 100 proof. It's a little bit warmer. It might be something that you might want to put a drop of water in. It's very good. Really get that Kentucky hug in that single barrel. Uh, It's it's a little bit toastier. Yeah. On the the Ken Riffey I had down just real simply, nose-wise... It seemed to be a richer caramel and less alcoholy. Just didn't get the astringent kind of vapor feel from it. But on the palate, there was more mint. And obviously, it's not diluted. So kind of the other flavors that were there were just more pronounced. I said that it definitely felt fuller, for lack of better words. And I'm somewhat torn as to which one I would, I don't know. It would be tough to pick which one of these I would go to in a blind. Just because that 100 proofer goes down so easy. And I feel like the fact that it's cash strength in four years, it maybe shows a little lack of aging and kind of complexity. I think it just kind of shows its youth. I think sometimes in a blind, though, people will naturally gravitate towards those higher proofs just because they feel like it has a bolder taste than something that's a little bit less proof and more drinkable. Mm -hmm. I I think I would hope that we're at a point in our journey that we would be able to delineate between the two and kind of get down to the flavors on there. But I I think there could be some natural bias in a blind just to kind of say, oh, this is more proof, so it is better. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. We may have to tee this up for down the road, maybe throw some other stuff in there. I, I think laughably it'd be kind of like the situation of uh, you just landed a, a five-star quarterback uh, recruit coming in as a true freshman, and you've got a uh, up-and-coming junior or senior that was a three-star, has done your program pretty well the past two seasons starting. You know, do you go with what's what's proven and, and has got you there or take a risk on athletic ability? Because in a few years, I mean, these things are definitely going to be in a honey spot. No, that freshman better trade themselves to Oklahoma or transfer to <laughs> Oklahoma, right? Or go to OSU, Clem. I, I was going to say either way, right? <laughs> where did uh, where did Georgia's backup go now? Georgia's went to OSU and uh, surprisingly hurts from Bama. Yeah. He's going to Oklahoma as a grad student. He's going to get his last year eligibility and be able to play right away. And he said he was going there because he wanted to go to a program that could beat Bama. <laughs> hmm. So he's not going to Georgia? No. We do we, we do pro-style offense. I don't know why we even took a recruit that was not a pro-style quarterback. Ignorance. I'm telling you. Don't get me on this soapbox with bourbon in front of us and this hunter proofer will be dead. <laughs> uh, on that note, go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Join our Facebook group at Dad's Drinking Bourbon on Facebook. Go ahead and find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a five-star review. Long story short, Zeke, I think we both are in for new riff. Yeah, definitely. Um We've been seeing stuff on the boards and, and through you know message threads for a while. The majority has all been good. And uh, I definitely concur with most everyone's statements and opinions that they've got some, some good juice now. And it should only get better with time. Much Perfect. Like, much like my mustache. Exactly. Where else could the folks find us? Nashville, Tennessee and or parts unknown. Cheers. Ciao.